Sometimes, when life gives you lemons, you throw back oranges. Yes, that is my quote. I've always said that quote. So if someone tries to say I'm taking their words, go shut the f- Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Couch on Fire Podcast. This is Rob. And yes, I am solo. I know. It's been a while. Stepped away from the solos for a little bit. Brought them back. And then I stepped away to get some mental health. And now I'm good. I am cruising like a... Was it cruising for a bruising? Oh my god, my analogies are still shit. But I'm good. <laughs> That's good. Anyway, um, I hope everyone's having a great fall season because it's in the air. You smell the leaves. I don't because I live at the beach and it's still hot as molasses down here. Yes, I just said that because I'm country now. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I'm going to start it right off. I had... Well, I'm about to have a massage, okay? Um, so I had a birthday um, back in the summertime. It was in August. You know, happy birthday. Thank you. Um, and my wife got me a present. Now, I've always wanted a massage. I always wanted to go to a massage parlor, get a massage. But it's very, I don't know. I feel weird about it. It's kind of like a intimate thing. It's kind of, it's a little weird. Like, I'm scared. You know, I've watched a lot of porn in my days. You know, I hope it doesn't go down that route. But if it does, I am prepared in life. Um, I <laughs> don't, I'm, I, I would run out like a crazy man, but, um, no, uh, I just, I wanted to, I don't know. It's just a weird thing. And then you got someone that you don't know touching you and just rubbing on you. I don't know. It's just a weird thing. And I've always wanted it, but I never really pulled the trigger on it. And my wife's had a couple massage and I really just want to, you know, she's so happy afterwards and I just really, really want to be like that. I want to walk out like soreless and be like, wow, I want to do this every week. <laughs> I think that's probably what will happen because I am I do have an addictive personality. But anyway, so she got me she got me this massage off Groupon. Great great website. No uh this was this is not an ad. There's no sponsor here. But Groupon is great. So she got me this um this Groupon for a um free massage, you know, deep tissue or Swedish, uh, you know, so I have the deep tissue we set it up i'm about to go to the massage tomorrow um when this episode comes up i've probably already had the massage so maybe i add two more i don't know maybe i add a little bit to the end of this episode and you kind of you kind of hear how i feel before and after this massage so before going in i'm excited i'm nervous i'm scared i am yeah all of the above i mean Imagine, so I have tattoos. I have lots of them because I've gone multiple times. But imagine the first time going to a tattoo parlor. It's a weird setting. It's kind of uncomfortable. You're a little bit out of your comfort zone. You've got people tattooed up. You've got people that, you know, probably used to be criminals there. People that are not criminals. But I don't know. It's got a funky, it's got a unique tattoo smell of like burning skin. No, I'm joking. Of some, you know, just a unique, unique smell. Um, Yeah. So with that said... The you know, I can see it. it it's kind of like that. So I'm going into this massage parlor and I'm thinking, okay, well, this is gonna be, this is gonna be interesting. But I'm gonna do it because I, I really I need to do it. My body just aching, um, and I think this will be good for me. So hopefully, by the end of this episode, this podcast episode, I will come back on here and give you my thumbs up or thumbs down or maybe, wow, 
this was uh, unexpected. And <laughs> so we'll <laughs> we will see. But I am stoked about that, so that's pretty cool. That's what's coming up in my life, you know. That's that's better than it has been. <laughs> um getting back in the full swing of things with podcasting. You know, I really do. I got so I recorded an episode with um Griffin, recorded one with Devin, recorded one with Alex. Now these names don't sound familiar. Alex should. He's my co-host. I know. It's it's literally in our thing it says alex and rob we're, we're the co-hosts of this thing sometimes we our schedules don't line up and sometimes we we just record by ourselves or put up content by ourselves he likes to put a lot of things up on twitch and youtube i'm more of the audio talking venting and bitching kind of guy um but anyway so yeah me and him finally connected got back together did an episode um griff oh man it's some coming up episodes are gonna be great so griffin i've done a couple shows with um he's that that southern talking, um, very horror movie like guy that comes on here a lot, and we talk about cooking and things like that. He's a he's a regular, so I do appreciate him always coming on here and you know doing his thing. I think uh, I'm slowly teaching him how to do his own podcast. I really would like for him to do a food one. I mean, I would listen to it just him talking about recipes, him talking about his ups and downs of cooking, things like that. I just one thing I love, and maybe it's because I'm weird, but I really love pushing people around me up, like getting them started, but you know, guiding them. Or if people ask me for help, I love helping them as much as I can. So with that said, um, yeah, yeah, we had a good episode with him. Uh, Devin uh, Brooks, me and him, actually he has his own podcast, and I've guest hosted that a couple of times. It's called OMO, Our Mouse Overlord. Um, I know he's been busy lately, so he might not be, I don't know if he's uploading daily or, or weekly or monthly. I don't know how the situation is, but I have been on there and we talked about some Disney. It's all Disney. That's why it's our mouse overlord. I mean, he is the Lord of, of everything. <laughs> so it's cool. Um, I know I talk about Disney. I'm Disney just rules everything. Who raise your hand. Disney plus member <laughs> already pre-ordered that shit. I mean, it is what it is. But uh, def- definitely go over there and check out some episodes. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Fall's here. It feels good. Um, it just, you know, it might not look like fall, like where I'm from. It it would probably start looking like fall here. Not so much, but it's like, it's weird. It's like all the fall stuff you grew up with, like candy corn, you know, um, fake leaves, that stupid stuff that smells like cinnamon that you put in your house. I mean, everything looks like fall but then when you walk outside it's like palm trees and sun (laughs) so it's a little it's a little weird um it's it's just tough for me because fall we talked about it last year the harvest episode fall is my favorite 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 season of the year september yes september is kind of one of those months that's kind of in between but it is technically to me it's technically a fall month because it ends in a burr then you got October, November, and December. Those, these are just October and November are just such a good time. You know, it just makes me feel good. Um, growing up, I just loved uh, playing with leaves and playing with my friends outside because it was like it was cold enough for sweatpants, but it was definitely not hot. You know, it's just it was i don't know it's just a good time the smell of football the smell of dirt mud it just it just reminds me of my childhood and that's why i love that shit i love it so much um the pumpkin spice i mean everything about it i love jacket weather so this time in a little bit of the spring but not too much spring just more fall um 
But yeah, so it's in the air. I hope my daughter loves it. But the problem is we're growing up here in the South. I don't know if she'll love it as much as I love it. She might like the summer more than she likes this time. I don't know. Maybe she sees my excitement on it, my decorating and things. You know, I've really, speaking of decorations, I just don't decorate. Is that weird? Like, uh, Kristen and I, my wife, we, we, just, we just don't decorate. Um, we decorated the first year, in the inside of our house a little bit, the first year of um, when we lived in Charlotte, when we first bought the house. When my daughter was uh, just under one years old, maybe I think seven, eight months old, um, we uh, we basically, you know, we decorated the stairs, the fireplace, the tree, it it was nice. It was really nice. But like, I don't want to decorate, but I just want to wake up in my house to be like, look like a log cabin straight out of like, you know, Santa's workshop. Like, I just want it to look great. I want people to come over and be like, damn, they're great. Look how, look at this merchandising. <laughs> it's my inner retail person. Look how great this looks. But then also clean it up at the end of the day. I mean, if I had the money, you know, if we had more downloads, it's like now if i had the money maybe i could afford someone to come out and do that but i just i don't know i want that especially for christmas but well well in due time i think every year so this is our first year at this house for the holidays uh right now we have a fall reef outside with some mums i never heard of this plant but i'm supposedly it lives in the winter time so we got some colorful mums out there i got my raven's flag my yard flag and that's kind of I don't know. I, I wanted to do more, but then I'd rather pay bills and, you know, have a little bit of a credit card bill. Just pay that off kind of thing to save my money. I don't know. Maybe it's just greedy. Maybe I, well, I just want to put all my money in like a – I want to go on more vacations. Um, a couple episodes I talked about like tattoos. I want more tattoos, but that money, I'd rather have that money for vacations. And it's kind of like for decoration. So we're going to have family members over this year, our house, for Christmas. And, you know, we'll probably get it. We have a tree, but we'll probably get a different tree because it's a new house. It's kind of like new house, new tree. I'm making more money. Let's just splurge and get the tree that we're probably going to have for hopefully 25 years or so. So, yeah. So we're going to do that. And then, um, I don't know. My, I think a thing that kind of bums me out is the fact that my daughter is autistic. I don't know if she... I know she'll remember this stuff, but I don't know how she's retaining it. I wish I could ask her and her to tell me if she's retaining it. Because me, I'm not autistic, but I still have ADHD and still have some mental health problems that make me, um, you know, feel like I'm forgetful. So maybe, I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I don't retain information that well either. So I don't know. So that's kind of like a, a bummer about... uh. These are the dilemmas, the day-to-day -day dilemmas that, you know, we I have to look forward to. I don't know if I should set it up. And then, like, for the Christmas tree, so I set it up. But my daughter's still, she's four, but she's very destructive. Like, she'll rip things off trees. And if she gets mad, she'll throw a fit and just probably, like, punch me in the face. I have no idea. <laughs> I shouldn't allow her to hit me in the face. Go to work, people are like, what happened? I had a doorknob. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't know. So, yeah, these, these are the problems when you get older. Isn't it nuts? Uh, when I was young, it's like high school, the problem was, am I going to do homework? Or when, you know? Then I started seeing a girl. It's like, man, when am I going to see her? How am I going to get money to afford you know, presents for her? And then once you start working, it's like, how am I going to afford 
food or I can't live at home in a long time. It's just all these problems throughout your life. Now in your 30s, it's like, man, I got to make sure I have money for, you know, there's an event coming up. There's a raffle coming up. There's, you know, all these crazy things Oh, just going on in my brain. Just so much. Oh, I got a Snapchat. Who, who, uh, who wants to disturb me while I'm, I'm recording right now? You know, I'm not really big on Snapchat. That's why Couch on Fire does not have a Snapchat. Um, and I definitely know that Alex isn't really big on Snapchat, so I do apologize. But we are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. We are on Facebook. And YouTube, Twitch, and all the other cool things. Just not Snapchat. So, I don't know what I would snap. Just me talking to the microphone right now? Maybe. Hmm. We'll see. Um, oh, the neighborhood that I'm real quick. I'm going to make this a short episode. It won't be long. I just kind of wanted to get on here and say I'm back and I'm feeling good. But uh, I've had – if you have listened to this podcast, you have heard multiple times. I've had problems with neighbors in Charlotte. And then as soon as I moved here, I had a problem with a neighbor. And I'm having another problem. Something happened. And just, it just really pisses me off. It's like why is this all – what is this? Okay, I'm just so confused about why, why, just why am I having problems with neighbors? So, brief brief history, let's catch you guys up real quick. So in Charlotte, I had an issue with my neighbor. Um, you know, I had an HOA. So he called the HOA and said that my grass was too high. It was an inch and a half high. They took pictures of it. They sent me threatening letters saying that they don't, if I don't cut it within X amount of time, they're going to get me scissors. They're going to, not scissors, sorry. They're going to come out and cut it, and then they're going to charge me a bill, and it's going to be more than what you know it should be because of the hassle. So that happened. And the next thing that happened is um, he would just, he complained about, I don't know what it was, twigs that fell in his yard. He got upset about that. Uh, my trash can was in front of my house. Trash came on Wednesday. It, I left it out there until Friday, and I get another letter from HOA. Oh, some people are complaining. You're the only person that's complaining. Um, but that relationship made a complete 180. Uh, it was a really bad storm, and his tree fell and landed on my fence. And he, he had to come over and apologize. And I know he freaking hated it. So I... um. What does this say? Oh, okay. Yeah, he freaking hated it. And he basically, you know, he paid for the fence. You know, we started talking. I told him about my daughter and, you know, all that other stuff. And we, we started to come around. They were nice people. They had a a daycare at their house and didn't really bother us because we were hermits. We never really went outside. But I think uh, once our relationship got better, he put a sign out in front that it was a daycare and, it didn't bother me because technically he, he can't have that. It's not a place of business. And he did, they probably doesn't have his business license. I could really get him in some trouble. But the relationship got good. Fast forward to four, four or five months ago. Moved to this house. Great. First three days I was here, my in-laws were in town. But they parked on the road across the street from my house. Now, it wasn't in front of anybody else's mailbox. It was probably away from everyone's mailbox, probably about like 20 yards on each side. This old man at 7 o'clock in the morning comes walking over, bangs on my door, and says, you need to move your car. I'm like, oh, okay, hi, my name's Rob, new neighbor. Who are you? <laughs> like, this guy was rude. I'm not going to talk too much about it because we talked about it before. But 
Long story short, he was very rude to me. He was threatening me, saying it was on his property. It's on public road. I got in his face, got in my face, called the police. Police, you know, it was all this dumb stuff. You know, all this is happening. My in-laws were sleeping. They don't even know. And my wife is kind of confused right now what's going on. And I'm, she wanted to drop my daughter off at school. And it was just a, a mess. So I don't talk to that guy, right? Then I have a neighbor next door to me, okay? Good guy. Really nice guy. He cuts the grass the first day I was here. He's um, talked to me about, you know, he just likes to talk. He's a drinker, so I smell alcohol on him all the time. He's a really a New Englander, I'm telling you. He is like straight Boston. Like, he loves his pats. He loves his socks. You know, Celtics. You know, he. <laughs> I don't have a good, thick Boston accent. Um, but he, you know, he's fine. I got a fence built, and the people that made the fence threw dirt in a bush. That is mine. It's on my property, technically. And he threw a bush in it. So he told me one night he was drunk. He, uh, he saw me outside. I tried to run from him. He said... Hey man, you're gonna clean up your dirt. Could cause fire ants, and I'm just like, no, I, I didn't give a shit less. But you know, I told him, yeah, and I do mean it. But I don't know. He's just so now I'm scared to go outside because he always wants to talk to me and he complains about something. That's oh well, you know, your grass was a little high, so I decided to cut it. I think he wants something in return. I didn't ask for you to cut my grass, so that's I'm grateful that you want to you took it upon yourself. But I'm not gonna give you shit because I didn't ask you to do anything. I don't have nothing to give. So that one's not really a problem. I was just kind of thinking of that when I was talking about it. But three days ago, well, the time that I'm recording this three days ago, um, was it uh, I didn't encounter anybody. My wife was outside getting, you know, loading up the car for her job. And a car comes by and stops and says, hey, you know, I know we don't have an HOA. And, you know, um, this time my in-laws are here. Real quick, backstory. My in-laws are back. They didn't park across the street, but they are parked next to our mailbox. You know, because they were like, okay, we're, we don't want to cause any problems with Rob again. We're just going to park on his side. You know, no problems. This guy comes over, says, hey, you know, I'm kind of like the unofficial mayor of this uh, village. You know, my wife's like, okay. And uh, he was saying that, um, yeah, we don't let cars parked on the on the road. So if you can move your car. And my wife just says, okay. Now, she said that to me. Uh, bam. Bipolar, I don't know, you can call me whatever you want to call me. My, I snap. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, that is that is government property. I can't park on the road? Are you kidding me? I got this old man talking about it when it was in front of his house. They were kind enough to park in front of my own house, and they're telling me no. I'm looking down the street. There's so many cars parked on the road, and this guy wants to single us out. You know, my wife said that the guy said that people have been complaining that we've been parking on the road. So I have therapists that come to my house, my daughter, doctors, they park on the road. I mean, I wish I was out there. I really, really do wish that was out there. Oh, man. I just, I wish I was out there because, I, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm itching for a fight. I'm itching for an argument. I just want to take down somebody. I don't know what it is. I'm going to burn a bridge. I just want to do something. So, but that's where we are at. I just never, never in my life. We have no HOA. I can, I can put a cross, burning cross in my front yard and, no one can do shit about it but yet i can't even park on a public road where people park at it's in front of your house imagine coming home to your house or a town home and you know someone accidentally no you had to park in someone accidentally in someone's parking spot if it's town home or you couldn't park in front of your house like you had to park somewhere else because this guy is saying oh well there's no way i don't i just i don't know 
it makes me mad. It just drives me nuts. You know, I got a crazy guy living down the street, which I've talked about on um, the podcast with Alex. And <laughs> it's just, there's just so much in this neighborhood. I am a hermit. I like to stay inside. I hate the heat. Yes, I moved to the beach. More for my daughter, but you should know that by now. I've talked about it in many episodes. Um, so I do like staying inside most of the time. I Now I have a privacy fence, so I'll go out back. And probably after this podcast, I'm actually going to go lay out back. It's a little hot, but you know it's just nice just to feel the breeze and just sit there. And my dog probably drink a beer. Oh, I want a beer. I do like beer. Um, but yes, so just wanted to tell you that story. Ah, it feels good to be back on here, guys. I really hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, I'm not going to end it. I'm going to pause it, and we're going to talk about how my massage was after the pause. So when when you when I get back, I would have had the massage and I would have told you about this massage. So I hope you guys enjoy what I, hopefully I enjoy it. <laughs> We're going to find out. So I'm just going to cut this short. Um this will be the first half of it and I'm not going to say goodbye and then I'll be right back. So let me uh go all the way over here. Dude. Dude. Yes. Let's talk about this massage. So, <laughs> uh, I told you I would uh, get back on here and finish this podcast, well, this episode, and I was going to finish it after I was scheduled to go get my massage. So, let me tell you something. Yeah. Um, well, leading up to it, I was really nervous. I don't know why. Like, this is something new for me, so, like, it makes me anxious, so I was feeling really uncomfortable. Um, the building was, like, an office building, which is cool, legit. It's, like, wasn't one of those, like, you know, in a strip mall or anything, and so I knew that, that you know, they were, they were going to be serious, serious, <laughs> serious. Um, my massage, my masseuse, per se, her name was Dorothy, so... As soon as I found out her name, I figured she'd be older than dirt because Dorothy is such an old name. I mean, come on, seriously. <laughs> but you know, yeah, is what it is. Um, so yeah, everything was scheduled. Um, started driving there and pulled in front of the building, looked at it, felt this overwhelming feeling that I've never felt before in my entire life, and I did not walk in there and get the massage yeah i built this whole fucking thing up thinking i'm gonna get this massage i really need a massage i have never had a chiropractor my back probably hurts love massage chairs i don't know what it is i chickened out and i haven't chickened out in years i'm that guy that screams in public just to get everyone's attention you know i'm that you know i never shy away from a good adventure and this freaked me out. I don't know. As I get older, I don't know if I am losing it. Or as I get older, I don't know if like, I don't know. I started thinking like the weirdest shit. And yeah, a lot of it is because of like, you know, I'm a guy and I think a lot of dirty things. So I'm thinking, oh my God, this is going to happen. I don't want this to happen. You know, I'm married, all this other stuff. <laughs> so, I mean, that's what the shit was going on in my brain. I know it's ridiculous. I know. But I have to talk about it. 
And then I was thinking like, okay, what happens if I get hurt? Or what do I talk about? Or what happens if I fart? What happens if like, you know, I get a little chub? Like, what, what these are the things that you start wondering. And it's like, uh, I don't know. So I called and I told them that I wasn't going to be able to make it in, even though I was right in front of the building. Um, I said I would reschedule it. So I'm pushing it off a little bit longer. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to call today to see if... um. I can transfer it to my wife. Let her have the massage. Bye, Dorothy. <laughs> I just... She's had a couple of them since I've met her. And she says she's had some in the past. And I know she really enjoys it. And she does so much around here with my daughter. And I know I've been asking for a massage chair and stuff for years. Or like a a pad or something to put down just to give me a massage. And I know she went out of her way and bought me this with her money that she earned herself. Um, but I don't know, feel a little guilty, but then again, it's like, uh, she doesn't want me to be uncomfortable and I'm, I'm just uncomfortable about the situation. I don't know. It's a unique, weird situation. You know, I wanted to bring this up, um, with another podcast episode, but I just want to talk about this. This is, here's another unique situation. So that that whole thing happened. It's weird. Felt weird. I was like, okay, whatever. So I um I'm an advocate for CBD. I'm an advocate for you know all kinds of cool stuff. So I went to a smoke shop. Um, you know, with this whole vaping thing happening, Jesus, smoke shops are just dead. So I walked in one, looking for something, and um, like it just it felt weird. It just felt like someone beat the. Sh- like you were at a dinner table and someone beat the crap out of your brother or sister and you just had to sit there and take it and watch it. So I walked in there and that's what they felt like. I don't know. It felt weird. So it was another uncomfortable situation I didn't want to be in. I don't know, man. I think I'm changing, you know. I always say you can't change who you are, but I think in time you just change. And, um, I, you know, I don't want to blame certain things, certain things in my life that made me change, but I don't know. Maybe I'd rather... I'd rather give than receive. Like, I really just want my wife to do this massage. And, you know, I want to give all the money that I make in my job, all the extra cash. Like, you know, we're trying to save up to do different things. But I just want to spend it on my daughter. I want to buy her trampoline. I want to buy her things. And um, my priorities just became, it like switched overnight. Um, not recently, but probably about, probably about like two, three years ago. Um, I still buy ridiculous stuff for myself and it's slowly slimmering down like all my hobbies and things like that. I slowly just started getting rid of them and now it's like, oh, I don't know. There's a really good documentary and I'm sure everyone's heard about this damn thing. It's on Netflix. I forget the name, but it's a little Asian lady. She's talking about, you know, like hold things and if they give you a memory or if they spark something, keep it. If it doesn't, throw that shit away. (laughs) And, um, you know. I was talking to one of my best friends about being a minimalist, you know, being someone that just doesn't want that much stuff. And, um, I kind of, you know, I like that idea. Less is more, less options. Like right now I only have, I probably have about, probably about 13 t-shirts. I wear probably about six of those shirts all the time. Like those are my favorite shirts. That's what I wear. So why do I keep the other, you know, shirts? I, I don't know. Why do I keep those other seven shirts? I don't I don't know why. But it's like for a rainy day. It's so hard to give up. I think the hardest part about 
downsizing. Um, well, let me rephrase this. What really helped us was we left a, you know, two-story, four-bedroom, three-bath, you know, 2,100-square-foot house in Charlotte. Single-family home. Beautiful home. Yes, you can afford this, people that I grew up with that listen to this. You can just move out of the state of Maryland, Jesus. Um, but, yeah, beautiful home, Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, we left there um, to make a better life for my daughter because the area wasn't the greatest and the schooling is not up to what she needs to be up to. So then we came to a shitty roach-infested apartment. We had to put everything in storage, and we just realized we didn't have... I don't know. We just... Ugh. We decluttered when we left there. We decluttered when we went to the apartment. And then we bought a house. Well, I bought a house right now. Single-family home. Three bedrooms. Two baths. But I think I'm, I'm only working with maybe 15, 1,600 square feet. So it's a little bit smaller. Maybe even that smaller than that. Maybe 14, 13. Could be. But it's rancher-style house. That's what I call them. One level. Um, but it's good. I have a nice backyard. It's simple. We, Chris and I, we we sat down and we talked about it. And we're like, you know, we need to... We don't need much. You know, those extra... We bought that big house in Charlotte thinking... We were going to have more kids, and everyone thinks that at first. You're going to have all these people visiting you and more kids and stuff like that, and then you slowly realize that that's not true. <laughs> people do visit, but it's it, you can make it do with like a two-bedroom or something else. I don't know. So we save money there, um, which is funny because this house is the same amount of money as the Charlotte house was. It's just, unfortunately, you know, the market was up, I guess. We made a lot of money from Charlotte. It helped us out, and we got a chance to move here. I don't know where I'm going with this. Oh, yeah, downsizing. So we moved here, and we cut out all of our losses. We cut out all the things that, you know, we try not to splurge anymore, and we were doing good, but then, you know, I started getting more into the podcasting. I mean, I was doing it at that time, too, in Charlotte. I started just podcast in Charlotte, um, but you know I wanted to make it sound better for you guys, and you know, and then my wife wanted to do more of her nail stuff, so we got nail stuff. I mean, it's it's hard to not spend money on things that like you've always wanted. You know, I grew up with, you know, my grandparents did a good job putting food and clothes on my back and giving me things, but I still was jealous of all my friends when they had laser tags for Christmas or when they had this and that and that. So. You know, I knew when I started making good money that I was going to buy ridiculous shit. And that's probably what it is. <laughs> Which, you know, is a massage a ridiculous thing? No, it's a luxury, definitely. Um, I love the thought process. And I'm sure her birthday is right around the corner. I'm sure I'll get her something stupid that she probably really doesn't need. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I think we. I think today we're going to go get her haircuts. I need to get a haircut. Uh, I don't know, but not to let all my listeners down, I do apologize, I didn't, I chickened out, backed away from the massage, I bet you some of you guys are like, I want a massage, a free massage, I wish if I had some really good listeners here in Myrtle Beach, because I know a lot of our listeners are elsewhere, I could do like a little raffle, give people this massage, but then again, I don't know if I can transfer the name, that's, that, that's the thing, those would be some cool, cool ideas, so... Man, oh, speaking of cool ideas, let me just say this before I go. Sometimes, like, I have a journal. 
I love my journal, but I write like ideas in there. I have cool ideas, business ideas, personal ideas. There's things in there that like come to my brain. And then I look back at it in like a couple of months. I'm like, wow, what the fuck was I thinking? But sometimes they're really good ideas. And I came up with an idea that I kind of heard. I heard someone, Um, I heard, I heard an episode of a podcast and they did this. And I, re- I want to contact them and be like, hey, you... This is gold. You need to run with this. Um, but they even said in the podcast that they're not they're not really liking that. But I think it's gold. So I kind of want to, you know, get a hold of them and be like, listen, motherfuckers, I will help you. <laughs> I don't know. It's a really good idea. Um, I didn't really come up with it. I give credit where it's due. They came up with it. And um, don't know the name of the podcast. Um, I just kind of glance because sometimes I, through my feed I see like these random clips of podcasts and stuff and I just started listening to it and um, yeah I don't want to say too much about it because you know I'm still I'm gonna I have messaged them I said it was a great idea I really hope they continue doing that and I'm probably gonna message them today and say you know if they don't respond because you know they're probably a big podcast um, that they should do this idea I mean I don't care if I don't do it I just want I just want it to happen because this is a really cool podcast idea. But, yeah, anyway. All right. I'm out. Enjoy. If you guys love and like what you just heard, please like and share us. Go to our Facebook page or Instagram page or Twitter page, all at Couch on Fire Podcast. Um, we couldn't do this without you guys' support, and we want to continue doing this because we do love and cherish everything we say and everything we do. And uh, thank you guys for everything, and I will see you next episode.